You are listening to episode 173 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you are created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, certified life coach and Catholic mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Well, hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast and episode 173, where we're going to talk about unplugging and recharging. And I am going to give you your digital detox plan. At this time of year, when this episode is coming out, it is summertime. Either your children are out of school now or they're about to. And I know that moms are a little worried about all the extra time that they'll have and their kids around. And will that entail them having to use more electronics for them or for themselves, right? To actually try and um, just kind of get some mindless activity going on. Well, I want you to think about the opposite. And I want to arm you today with a plan. I want you to think about this summer as the perfect opportunity for you to unplug and then recharge yourself. Because moms come to me all the time asking for help to regain control of their time. And one of the main challenges they tell me they face is how to stop kind of wasting time scrolling on their phones or perhaps binge watching Netflix when there is so much that they want to get done or do instead. They're also desiring to have their children play less video games and be on their phones less and watch less YouTube. And an additional concern when they think about actually lessening electronics in their life There's also that battle in their mind that says, I will, I'll miss so much, right? Like what happens when I step away from it? Then what's going to go on that I won't be able to see because that's the way people communicate these days. So I'm going to provide you with a digital detox plan that solves these concerns for you. And I'm going to help you regain a little bit of control of your time when it comes to this digital age. And I also want to make that notion too, that there is a part of us that needs to lean in to the fact that our world, this century that we live in, is very full of electronics. Now there's AI. We've got the power in the palm of our hands. I know this is something that I recently learned when I was visiting the Space Center, the Johnson Space Center down in uh, Houston, Texas. And that is that there is more power in our phones today and then more especially in how many gigabytes, sorry if I get this wrong, that a picture, you know, how many pictures we take and how much storage that uses. And this was something, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm just trying to make a point. There was something like the amount of storage that your phone uses for 
two pictures, just two pictures, is the amount that NASA had to send back pictures from our time to the moon. I was like, what? That blew my mind wide open, right? But anyways, it we know this is a subject, guys, that we're all battling with. How much is too much? And how do we lessen our electronics? And is it is it good? Is it is it hindering us? And I want to just do my little part to help any of you moms that maybe there's one or two things that I can offer you today on this podcast that you could start implementing in your life and just see, right? Everything is an experiment that we're just testing out and anything you put your mind to and focus on will grow. And so if you focus on unplugging so you can recharge your life and stepping away from the digital digital world and, and how much time that you spend on it, I know that you can do it. And I'm here today in this episode to help you along in that process. So what we're going to do first is I'm going to give you a little bit of the ultimate digital detox checklist. It's where I'm going to offer seven steps of a plan that will make your endeavor of detoxing from the digital age more of a success than maybe you feel that it is right now. I'm also going to give you some strategies to help you bring your children on board with your digital detox goals. Now, you know, the way I teach here on this podcast is to let you know that there's a difference between setting boundaries and rulemaking. And when it comes to our kids, we want to remember that they have their own agency over their own thoughts, feelings, and actions, and we're there to guide them and to help them navigate those. And so if this is something that you want to do for yourself, you want to lessen your own digital like kind of footprint on your day, I want you to maybe just focus on that and instead of maybe focusing on lessening for your children, because always the work we do on ourselves first is what we want to get more comfortable with. And then we become an example to our kids. But I also know that this is an important, important subject that moms bring to me. And I want to give you help there and give you a few strategies. Then we're going to address FOMO, the fear of missing out part. Because whenever I have somebody who wants to embark on lessening all their time on electronics, it This is something that comes up. It's very real for your survival brain to speak loudly saying, I'm going to miss out. If I sometimes for Lent during the season of Lent, I see that a lot of people are like, I'm saying goodbye to you on Facebook, or I'm I'm not going to be on Instagram for during the time of Lent. And that's usually what the moms say to me is, I am just like kind of scared to go without because this is the way people communicate now and I'm going to miss out on things. So I'm going to address that for you. And then I'm going to give you some ideas on how you can engage in your own life without electronics. Because oftentimes that is simply the key that we need is to already have a plan of what we're going to engage in if we're not on our phones. I know that a lot of you who are listening grew up the same time I did, and there was 
most of my life where there wasn't phones. There wasn't laptop computers and Netflix and everything like right there. And this is when I was engaging in other activities. So I'm going to remind you on what those could possibly be. All right, let's dive in. So let's talk a little bit about of a checklist that we could put into place. And when you hear me give out the suggestions, I just want you to make a mental note. What is my brain saying? Is this saying, no, that would be too hard, or that's the one thing I want to try? And again, just note, how do you feel when I mention these on the checklist? And I would lean towards the ones that sound possible for you, doable, that don't seem like terribly, drastically painful for you to try. Okay, so the first one is to set clear boundaries. Do you have clear boundaries right now on when you use electronics and when you don't? So what I suggest is for you to schedule some designated screen-free times. That might be that the very first 30 minutes of your morning upon waking is a screen-free time. You might also add that that during during meals. Yes, the fact that I even have to bring that up. We all go to restaurants and we all see people eating and being on their phones. Maybe you designate mealtime as being screen-free screen or the very popular one before bedtime when we know what they say about that, that blue light and what that does for our brain before we're going to bed. Do you create device-free zones in your home? Is there certain rooms or tables that kids are not to bring in electronics or you yourself are not to have electronics in? So is are your bathrooms an electronic-free zone? Just interesting to see where we could set some clear boundaries around this. And then what about time limits? time limits for social media and the other apps you have on your phone. I think this is really an underutilized part of having a detox, digital detox plan in that there are a lot of these kind of protocols that you can put yourself, instigate on yourself on your phone that will shut your phone having um, capabilities to access certain apps and you're the one that gets to decide what those limits are, where your phone either turns off or doesn't give you access to something. It just takes a little Googling or YouTubing, which, yes, I am totally aware that that means using electronics to figure out how to then put it on your phone. Um, but it's it, it would help, and it might be a strategy you want to uh, go after. The next thing I want to give you for your digital detox plan is to prioritize quality time. You can plan device-free family activities. There are certain activities where we go where you can't bring your phones or you just yourself say, okay, let's say you're all going to go to the movies. Well, everyone's leaving their phone at home or Mom and dad get to have it, but you know, it's going to be in your purse and it doesn't come out the whole movie. Um, 
Yes, going to the movie is also a form of electronic. However, I think you see what I mean is that there are different activities. It could be a family walk. It could be a game night um, where you all decide to have it be a device-free family activity. I always am preaching here the importance of engaging in self-care habits and rituals. And for you, mamas, prioritizing quality time means that I want you to find out if there are some self-care rituals that don't have to do with electronics. So even thinking that we are taking like a break and we're going to sit down on the couch. So instead, what we might find is that we just use that time to what we're saying is like relax in me time, but we end up scrolling. Could we do something else? Could it be a walk? Could it be reading our book? Could it be going to get our nails done or maybe just doing them ourselves and just doing it without electronics. I, I laugh when I bring this up because I literally did just see my uh, daughter doing her own nails recently, but at the same time, her phone was there and she was watching a TV show. Um, so, okay, prioritizing quality time. Just reserve time for your hobbies and your interests and make note, is electronics, are your digital kind of, things along with you for the ride and could we could we set and prioritize that the quality time of doing our hobbies and interests without electronics is something that we want to go after. Okay, the next part of a digital detox plan would be for you to manage your notifications. I just was talking a little bit about setting limits on your social media and those apps, but disabling non-essential notifications setting specific times for you yourself that you will check your messages and emails instead of it being like constantly, like your phone is next to you. And then we see that little, you know, notification come at the top. But then we also, even if we miss that, we can look over and see that there's that little red dot that tells us that we have something on our app and that we're constantly checking. Can you have specific times during the day Like I check my email um, every five minutes, but only on the hour. So I can't check it any other time within the hour except that designated time. Or maybe you leave till the end of your day is when you finally go on and answer everything. Also, using the do not disturb mode on your phone when you want to focus and complete a task. Even if it's like, we're going to put do not disturb while I finish folding this laundry and putting it away. And until that's done, then I can go on and have some time. But the do not disturb mode is super helpful to strategize to be on our electronics um, less. Okay. Can we organize our digital space? Can you unsubscribe from unnecessary kind of spam emails that you get? Can you delete any unused apps that you have 
on them so it doesn't pull your attention? Can you create folders to organize your digital files? Yes, it's heavy on using our time on the front end to be able to do this, but the mental space, this like lessening of this this burden of thinking about how many emails there are and how many apps are on our phone. And I'm totally fall prey and guilty to this one where like cr- not creating enough folders. I just have my document file. It's just as document after document when I really could go through and cull it down and just organize it better. I am really good at getting my email to what the the kind of name that I hear out there and use is email box zero. And that is having folders in my email, but just going through regularly and unsubscribing and categorizing the the amount of emails that come your way. Now, this next kind of strategy that I want to give you to detox your, to follow the plan for a digital detox is to make sure that you're practicing mindfulness. So this, you know, is my favorite because coaching is what brings the consciousness to your life. And in order to be mindful, we will want to take regular breaks from screens and we'll want to move our body and we'll want to take deep breaths. And this includes, I mentioned this before, of bringing mindfulness to the beginning of your day and to the end of your day. So the beginning of the day, I have this designated prayer time and electronics are not the first thing that I go to in the morning. So developing a calming bedtime routine, I mean, well, yes, bedtime routine that's without electronics, but also that first part of the morning and to bring your mindfulness somewhere else, prayer, meditation, um, you know, the things that you want to get done for the day. And here's a little hack in this, this part too, is to use a traditional alarm clock instead of your phone. So how many of you currently right now, your clock on your bedside table is your phone? There was a time, right? I remember just even going from regular clock to a digital clock um, or one with a radio on it. And some of them, did they, did they have phones? Was there phones? Yeah, phones connected to my alarm clock too. I think I had that as well. But it's just an idea, right? If you're looking to lessen your time on electronics, the chances are if it wasn't right there by your bed using his alarm clock and you had a regular clock instead, that could be super helpful for you. And just know that you will be setting a positive example. And that is one reason that may really motivate you to follow a digital detox plan because you will be modeling healthy electronic habits for your children. And that is the best way that we can teach them is to set the example. And just overall encouraging screen-free time together as a family. And when you're making progress on this plan, when you are getting benefits of your life in a way that you 
like forgot was available to you because of the way how addicting it is to be on our phones all the time, then I want you to share your progress. Tell others the benefits. Tell your loved ones, hey, this is what happened for me. And this is what I was able to do or accomplish because I wasn't there. And just share that. And I just want you to set achievable goals when it comes to lessening your time with screens. Because I have seen so many times moms fall into the all or nothing mentality where it's like, I have to totally be away from it or I'm just on it all the time. And I just want you to know that making any kind of improvements is going to greatly shift your well-being and productivity in a positive way. And just know that any good plan, because I've named this a digital detox plan, any good plan gets adjusted. And so just go after one or two of these strategies and just try it for a week. And notice what, what you struggled with, what you liked, what was easier than you thought, what's another strategy you want to just add in. Did that Did the first strategy you try, is it something that you don't want to do? So all of this is just to get your mind going in a way for me to tell you to just pick something that I mentioned here today. Just pick that you are going to either maybe focus on taking regular breaks from screens each day, or, you know, just so you can move, stretch and breathe. Or maybe you're going to impose a screen-free zone in your home. Don't feel like you have to try all of these at once. Just whatever you are listening to and sort of like resonate with you, just start there. Start small and create wins around lessening it. If you were able to not bring your phone into your bedroom or not check it the first time you woke up in the morning, this is huge. We know that these these phones and the electronics, they have a a pool. They have a very large magnetic pool that we all are, you know, getting into, but they also have provided some amazing advances in our, in our world too. And I want to help you learn to, to live with those. Yeah. To be able to live with it in a more positive and peaceful way, which is always Um, here, my mission on the Peaceful Mind podcast is to inject more peace around your life. And I really do believe that if you start unplugging and recharging and following and making your own digital detox plan, hopefully with some suggestions I gave you today, then you will feel more peace in your life. Um, Okay. So now I told you that I was just going to give you a few strategies to involve your children in the plan. And real briefly, I'm just going to give you um, a few. Some will overlap with what I've mentioned for you, but let me just list them here. Just to schedule screen-free family time. This is how we involve it. So if you set a specific time and duration for your family's screen-free activities and you get everyone like on board, you explain why you want it, uh, you know, they, they might fight you. They probably will, but just go in with them telling that it's kind of like an experiment. Um, and that you want to see 
what it brings and that they could be surprised as well. The second strategy is to plan outdoor activities in advance. So make a list of outdoor activities and then schedule them advance in advance and get them outside more. Create a list of hobbies or crafts if your children are into craft, if they're that age, and ask what activities they enjoy and go ahead and get the supplies for those things. And have them on hand, have them ready. So when you get to a place where maybe you're like, okay, they've bought a, they've been on electronics too much and I, uh, we need to do something where they're not looking at their phones or watching YouTube or whatever, then that's when you'll be able to take out those crafts or those hobbies things and you'll be able to direct them to those activities or better yet to do it with them. Um, And again, I just want you to model healthy tech habits for your kids, just to be mindful of your own screen time, because there is nothing more um, powerful than the way children learn by example from us. So just make it a priority to involve your children in this digital detox process and make it as fun and an enjoyable experience for the whole family. So I really want to bring that, like just drive that home. Because if if we're ourselves taking on something like drudgingly, they're going to be like, why would I want to do that? But if they see that it's fun and there's joy around it, they'd be more uh, attracted to it. Okay, so I want to also, I mentioned that I would address the FOMO which is, those are, that's the acronym for fear of missing out. So digital FOMO or the fear of missing out, like on social media, it can be a major obstacle to disconnecting from technology because that, that feeling of FOMO will arise when you see others sharing their experiences and accomplishments online, and then you fear that you're missing out on something important and exciting and being part of it, you know, if you're not commenting back. And as a result, you then feel compelled, right, to constantly check your social media feeds and have your notifications on because you're like, I don't want to miss out on anything, yet it's not really necessary. The kind of mentality I take about it is that If it's that important or that crucial, it'll make its way to me. If it's something that I need to know, then the phone call will come my way or the email will be sent to me. And that's just kind of how I feel about it. And hopefully you can see that it's normal that you... Like when people decide to detox from their phones and scrolling and social media, it's that's just when I see where the worry comes that there will be some type of news that they will miss. And they worry that they'll be disconnected from the world. And sometimes I hear the words fall behind on important information. But again, just know that's understandable, but the truth is that these thoughts are often unfounded and that there is other ways for you to get that news or else we are one human being and we don't need 
to know everything and be involved in everything all the time. So in reality, most of the information and content that you see on social media is not essential to your life or to your well-being. And yes, there can it is important to stay connected, but we can do that in other ways. And there are still kind of the quote old school ways of engaging with our families and communities. And I just want you to maybe experience that again, or remember that there is awesome joys to be had, even if social media and electronics isn't the main kind of focus of our lives. Okay. And then lastly, I just wanted to give you a few kind of ways that you can engage with your life if you decide to go on this digital detox plan, which will ultimately the reason why you want to is because it's going to save you time. You're going to get more done and you're just going to achieve a better balance when it comes to electronics in your life. So a few ways to engage with your life without having to use social media. And that is to make phone calls. So notice I was saying to engage without social media and we're still using our phone when we make phone calls, but this is when we're actually talking to someone, right? So the simplest ways to stay connected is to talk to someone. Maybe you schedule regular times to catch up and that is where you share your news and get updates and and things like that. We can also send personal messages. So instead of relying on our social media to stay informed, this is where we could send an email or or a text instead. And this would allow you to not get caught up in the endless scroll of social media. Plan in-person meetings. Plan time to get together with other humans. And this this goes along with me urging you to join a club or a group. Somebody else who has interests and hobbies that are similar to yours. And it's just a great way to meet people and get that human connection. And it provides opportunity for in-person socializing. And again, you can stay up on the latest news, but it's going to be coming from another human being. And then get out of the house. Attend community events, attend, look up festivals, charity events, concerts, of course, you know, things that are going on with your church. And when you have these on your calendars, you can know that you will then be engaging with the world in a real personal and one in a real personal way, and just one that is going to really tip the scale for the better when it comes to your mental and emotional health. And that is what I have for you on this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful, if you follow this plan and you see some great rewards or have some more tips to add, be in touch. You can 
email me or you can reach out on a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. I love to hear from you. And just in general, if you are finding help from this podcast, I want to urge you to rate and review it. And again, I just, I love you all and thank you for being here. And I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and I will talk to you again right here really soon. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? To really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to daniellettienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.